hello and welcome to another designated driver segment this is axel your designated inquirer and tonight we discuss on the basis of sex now while the movie by itself is uh not probably an oscar-winning movie it is a very important one um it may not break ground in in showing instances of uh, racial discrimination but it does give a background and a history of one of the most important uh influential members of our society whom is ruth bader ginsburg otherwise known as the notorious rbg um she her character was a delight to get to know in this movie uh, while more may have been done to make a better exposition of whom she is how she became the person she is it did not uh it did not lack in showing still what kind of person Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, who she's fighting for, and and major moments that contributed to who she is today. Um, moments that were beautiful to see, important to realize, and uh, that that is just plain a plain joy. And. I think that's a like not a whole lot more can be said about that. More than that, I was more surprised at how very few people um were in the theater to watch it. Um This is a lady that may not have many more years with us and I feel that she and many like her need our support. Um it not only painted um her as a person as inspirational her story what she had to overcome to get to where she is today but also it painted the judiciary and um law generally in this country as a malleable and evolving uh living law uh, i think is a phrase that comes to mind um that one of the more important uh, quotes I think that came from the movie was in uh, one particular uh, depiction of what law should be, uh, how we should act within our society, and when it is appropriate for it to change under under judicial review and not necessarily by uh, and only by uh, congressional action. Um, in that the law as is uh, depicted in the movie uh, quoting um, I forget exactly whom it is but uh, I just know that it's in the movie basically says that the law should not follow the weather of the day but should bend to the climate of the era and that's a very pertinent distinction even today and that there are many laws that should be changing 
and continue to change with time that some may feel as though they need to change but changing them may cause maybe immediate uh, a shift and uh, and uh, friction in the society in which it is imposed um, so there is a time and a place for laws to be enacted for laws to change but nonetheless there should be a general progress of law to not only to mold um, behavior and restrict behavior that may be may transgress upon the rights of others but also not not to restrict the ability or the agency of its people to to enact change that is happening among its society right that it deems necessary to change laws or a body of law should not restrict its people to to enact change it is it, it, that that's basically being performed through politic through politicking and through uh, social inquiry and conversations, etc. Um, once social norms begin to change, um, the social norms not necessarily should be what drives law, but social norms should be what informs law um, of whether or not something is still relevant, whether or not a law is bigoted whether or not a law is adequate and appropriate for the time and place in which it is enacted and enforced and executed. Um, apart from that, on the basis of sex, um, I feel that uh, there is a larger conversation in general that people tend to have, but relatively gloss past a very important point in that an argument that is regularly made and to the fault of both the right and the left the argument basically goes that all men and women should be equal and while partially impossible for physiologically both men and women to be completely equal and while possible for some people to equal the strength and the ability of another um, we're talking about statistical um, the statistical relevance for the for for if that should be the case but more than more than actual physical ability or whatnot is a moot point what everybody should focus on is not whether or not people are physically equal it is whether or not people, all people, have equal agency. And I think that word should be used a lot more often and regularly to describe what we as human beings deserve the right to have. Equal agency. Equality in and of itself is in effect somehow impossible to attain because everybody would physically also have to be equal and unless we can all paint 
all races the same color, it is impossible, like in color, in shape, in size, and form, it is impossible to make everybody equal. But something that we can make equal without the necessity of changing the physical constituencies of the human body, we can make the agency of every human being equal. And that everybody has the same opportunity, that everybody has the same rights, and that's what should count. The agency of all to equality. And if a, if a woman would like to participate on the front lines, she should have equal opportunity to prove that she can. If a man wants equal opportunity to become a nurse, as is now today, he should have that right to become whatever he should like to be and for a woman to be whatever she would like to be. Um, these are these are things that should be self-evident. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and what the founders would most likely want to be ascribed to now, maybe not like if they live today, because these people were also have their biases, etc., whatnot. But I'm sure what we all deem men to mean in the Constitution when generally spoken is not men to be men in the biological sense, but men as in mankind. Uh, if mankind could be used to describe all of humankind, then it should be ascribed legally as a form to describe all people as citizens of the United States. That's something that there should be flat out why that isn't an amendment today. I don't know why, why that isn't there. It should be there. That an extension of the, of the Civil Rights Act should include men and women to be equal. It should, there, sh there should be, there's a lot of things that should change today that I believe a lot of society is ready for. Um, and yeah, those are my opinions. Uh, yeah, and that is basically something that I kind of, I've been more or less, more or less mulling over as to how we go about ascribing our opinion and our arguments uh, maybe against each other uh, to somehow come out on top and I think we all kind of miss the point that is not necessarily of making everybody physically or actually completely equal but in giving everybody equal agency uh, ability to to achieve opportunity and ability to achieve anything that uh, they would like to they would like to achieve the, basically uh, to help our fellow man and citizen uh, in their pursuit of happiness um, because that's really all we have uh, all of us have and that is something completely equal is that we all have a personal pursuit of happiness and if that pursuit should not 
transgress upon the rights of others, then it, we should live and let live. Um, that's my that's my that's my mantra, and that's how I go about living, trying to be a decent human being. Um, I hope uh, all of you haven't missed me too much. Um, <clears throat> I hope to continue to share my thoughts with you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, here's to a happy 2019, uh, to a good first month of January, and uh, yeah, hope uh, hope uh, to keep in contact with you guys a little bit further, a little more <laughs> regularly, and uh, till then, uh, I'll catch you guys next time. So, uh, designated inquirer out. Take care, guys. Bye.